As you listen to this Advent season, take a moment to quiet your soul. Reflect and write down some thoughts as you listen. A reading from Luke 1, 53 to 56. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Today we come to the final section of what has been referred to as Mary's song or the Magnificat. This is one of the most ancient of Christian hymns and has been sung century upon century in the history of the church. Mary is held up as a model of hearing something unbelievable from God and yet choosing to believe and rest in it. And then she breaks out in song. Our temptation is to focus on Mary and to elevate her as has been done in some traditions, but that would miss the point. Mary's focus is not on herself, but rather on God. Mary starts in Luke 1:53 by remembering that God is a good God. He has a special place in his heart for those who are needy and wanting. She recalls God's filling those who are hungry and not just filling them, but filling them with good things. Luke 1:26 tells us that Mary is from Nazareth in the region of Galilee. When Jesus was recruiting his disciples in John 1:46, Nathanael says, Nazareth, can anything good come from there? During Jesus' day, Nazareth was held in contempt. In fact, I wonder if in this insignificant town, filled with looked down on people, whether periodically Mary didn't go hungry. We can't know for sure, but food really isn't Mary's focus either. She reflects on the God who feeds good things to those who are hungry. He is the object of her hope, not his gifts. Today, you and I hunger for different things that cause us to put our hope in different things or people. Pause for a minute and reflect on what you hunger for today. Where are you placing your hope? Mary doesn't stop there. She knows that a Messiah has been promised. And ever since she was a small child, she's grown up hearing the stories of ancient Israel as written in the Torah, the prophets, and the history books. She knows that Israel was God's chosen people, but almost 600 years before her, God's discipline pours out and God lets Israel to be taken into captivity and into exile. But in his mercy, as their Redeemer, he brings them back to the Promised Land. She sees that she is part of a grander narrative of God at work. She sees that God is faithful to his promises, and she chooses to put her hope in that faithful, loving Father God. We live in a world that craves hope today and looks for it in so many different places, but true hope can only be found in the God of history who rules the universe. Before we pray, take a moment and remind yourself of a promise of God that you need to put your hope in. Also, what has God done in your life that demonstrates his faithfulness to you?
Let's pray. Father God, I confess that sometimes I look to myself or others for hope and often end up disappointed. Today, help me to fix my eyes on Jesus and what he did for me on the cross. May that fill me with true hope that only you can bring. Because of that, help me be a conduit of your hope to those around me. Thank you for Jesus and for becoming one of us and enduring all that you endured to make my hope truly possible. Amen.